The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. Now it's time for the Word of the Lord. Amen? Now it's time for the Word of the Lord. You see, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12 tells us, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is like a tree of life. Now, these words were penned by, the, by a man who was considered one of the most wisest men that ever walked this earth other than Jesus himself. These words were penned by Solomon, the son of David. And Solomon in his wisdom said, Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is like a tree of life. Hebrews tells us, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, we're clearly told there in Hebrews that the substance of our faith, that is the very assurance, the substance of our faith is the Word of God. Let me say it again. The substance of your faith is the Word of God. And beloved, when you discover the promises of God and you have a strong desire to see them manifested, then any delay, any delay could really trouble your mind. Some folks are troubled right now. They can't understand. If the Word says this, if the Word has promised the other, why hasn't it happened in my life? And so the delay troubles your mind. It sickens the heart. It disappoints your expectation. But delay is not denial. Let me say it again. Delay is not denial. Because you don't see something that you believe is yours according to God's word, because you don't see it manifested in your life right here, right now, doesn't mean it's denied. A delay is never a denial. Is that right? But guess what, beloved? When the thing you desire, my God, that thing you've hoped for, that thing you've been expecting, when that thing comes, it's like a tree of life. Not a barren tree, but a tree that's in full bloom with hanging fruit. It's like a tree of life. 
But yet Solomon says in all his wisdom, but hope deferred, hope deferred, it makes your heart sick. What is a sick heart? It's a terrible thing to have a sick heart. It's a terrible thing to be sick at all. But what is a sick heart? A sick heart is a weak heart. In other words, you're weak in your faith. A sick heart is a weary and worn heart. A sick heart is a discouraged and grieved heart. Too many of us have weak hearts. We're just worn and weary by all the things that happens in life. Then we get discouraged and we silently grieve. And Solomon says that's what a sick heart is because your hope has been deferred and it made your heart sick. Hope deferred is a sign of weak faith. Let me say it again. Hope deferred is a sign of weak faith. And nobody better illustrates that other than the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 4. In Romans chapter 4. And I alluded to this last week, I believe, where God had came to Abram when he was a heathen, living in a heathen nation, living in his father's house, yet God appeared to Abram. And he said to him, I have made you the father of many nations. Please notice when God spoke to Abraham, he spoke in the past tense. What am I saying? If God says to Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations, that means anything that God will do, he's already done. And it's just a matter of time and space for it to be manifested in your life. So don't defer your hope. God said to Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. The Bible says that Abraham believed God. He believed God because he knew that God could even give life to, to the dead. He knew that God was a God to call those things that be not as though they were. For 25 years, God appeared to Abraham and spoke to him. He was 75 years old. For 25 years, Abraham never lost his hope. He never deferred his hope. But he went around in life calling those things that be not as though they were. Is that right? Then Paul went on to say that Abraham was against hope. He was against hope, but yet he believed in hope. This is where the breakdown comes. When we're against hope, instead of believing in hope, we'll defer hope. God doesn't want you to defer your hope. Who against hope? He believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. And what was the hope against him? Paul says the hope against Abraham was he was not weak in faith, regardless of the circumstances. He was not weak in faith. 
He considered not his own body now being dead when he was a hundred years old. Neither did he consider the deadness of Sarah's womb, his wife. This is the hope that he was against. Yet he didn't defer his hope. He continued to believe in hope. A man a hundred years old, childless, but yet he has hope. And what God has said. He's been confessing by faith what God has said. And he has hope that it's going to come to pass. Notwithstanding the circumstances of his old age. Notwithstanding the circumstances that his wife is biologically past childbearing. He was against hope. But he believed in hope. And what we do so many times, beloved, when we're against hope, we just give up. Our hearts become sick. We become weak, worn, wearied, discouraged. And we begin to grieve and feel sorry for ourselves. But no, don't defer your hope. Continue to believe in hope, just like Father Abraham. Paul said, Father Abraham did not stagger at the promises of God through unbelief. But he was strong in faith, giving glory unto God. We stagger every time we start questioning whether God will do it for us. We stagger every time through doubt, fear, and unbelief. We stagger every time when we get up off that word because of circumstances. We look at our calendars. We look at our watches and say, it's taking a long time. But how long is long? How long is long? Father Abraham went 25 years. Some of you haven't gone 25 minutes believing God. Some haven't gone 25 days, 25 weeks, 25 months, let alone 25 years. Now, I'll keep it real with you. There's some things I've been believing God for myself that I've been standing on for maybe only a little 30 years, since 1991. But every time the issue comes up, I say, Father, thank you. I'm not asking him to do it before because I'm still standing on that word. I'm still hoping in my heart. So I said, Father, thank you for blessing me. You see, a day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day. So how long is long? Do not stagger after the promises of God. Father Abraham did not stagger. Staggering like a drunk man. Some days you believe, some days you don't. Some days you're in, some days you're out. Stop staggering at the promise of God through your unbelief. But God wants us to be strong in faith. And how do you know you're strong in faith? Because you're giving glory to God. All during the journey, you're giving glory to God. Is that right? Glory to God. Then Paul went on to say, Father Abraham was fully persuaded, fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform it. Abraham never lost his hope in God. He continued to hope and believe that what God said would come to pass. Is that right? But hope deferred is a sign of weak faith. 
What is a deferral? What is a deferral? A deferral is an action or event that postpones something. Listen to me. Some of you, within the sound of my voice, you have student loans. Some have car loans. Some of you have mortgages on your homes. And when you get behind, sometimes you can ask for a deferral of the payment. And a deferral of the payment, here's how it works, a deferral of the payment, it makes your loan current, but it postpones the repayment of the past principal and interest payments. Yet the money is still painfully owed. And many of us have deferred our hope the same way we've deferred those payments. You deferred your hope in God is saying, you are current with me. You're still my child. I still love you. I'm not changing my mind. And it's the same way when you defer the payment on a loan. The lender is not changing their mind. Well, all the interest is building up over time. Interest is building upon interest. That's why you still painfully owe all that money. And how many of us are living painfully lives right now? God has already given us the answer. But we deferred our hope. We deferred our hope like a student loan payment. No, we don't want to defer our hope. We want to keep hope alive. Keep it alive. And how do you keep it alive? You just keep giving God the glory, thanking him for it every time the issue comes up. Huh? Oh, Father, I thank you. I praise you. I bless you. You're so good to me. Glory to God. Glory to God. But that's what a deferral is. It's just postponing the inevitable. God's not changing his mind concerning your healing, your deliverance, concerning the answer to your prayer according to his word. God's not changing his mind about none of that. So why are you going to defer it? When God says you're current. Huh? Remember I said this last week, I believe, that there is a relationship between faith and hope. And this is why Hebrews tells us, Hebrews 11.1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. There is a relationship between faith and hope. You see, faith is always now. Faith is present tense. If you don't have it now, you don't have it at all. Either you believe what God has said or you don't believe it at all because now faith is. And it's the substance of things hoped for. That's our assurance in our heart. Even though I see it, I'm, I'm assured that it's already mine. I have an assurance in my heart because the substance of my faith is the Word of God. And that's what I build my hope on. You see, faith... It's really grounded in the reality of the past and the present. And in other words, faith is based on the reality of what God has said 
in the logos of his word. But faith is also grounded on what God is saying through the rhema of his word. A rhema is when God speaks to you specifically in your specific situation. And you can stand on that word when God speaks to you. That's the reality of faith. That's what it's grounded in. Things that God has established in the past, and he's establishing right here and right now in the present. But on the other hand, hope has to do with a future reality. See, when God said to Abraham, I have made you father of many nations, God was speaking in the past tense, but Abraham was hoping for the future. So hope is always dealing with the reality of the future. It's based on that confident expectation. It's based on your anticipation of the answer. We must live in anticipation that what God said to us, it can happen any minute now, any moment. Don't give up believing for that husband or that wife because of your age. If you're standing on God's word and you believe God's word wants you and provides for your spouse, you never give up no matter how long it takes. But your attitude has to be, I believe God and I'm hoping this is going to happen. I'm anticipating for it to happen. It can happen any minute now, any day now. That has to be your attitude. Otherwise, you're going to defer it and hope deferred. It'll discourage you. It'll make you hang your head down. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. Is that right? Proverbs 15, 4 tells us a wholesome tongue. A wholesome tongue. I want you to hear this. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein, it, it's a breach in the spirit. What is a wholesome tongue? A wholesome tongue is saying what God said. A wholesome tongue is maintaining your confession of faith. A wholesome tongue is resisting thoughts of doubt, fear, and unbelief. And so you speak what you really believe. And a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein, we got to stop perverting the truth of God because of the strong winds of life, because of the contrary winds of life, because of the adverse circumstances of life. We got to stop perverting what God said because of perverseness therein, it's a breach in your spirit. And when your spirit gets breached, how many know what a breach is? A breach is a break. It is a break and the protocol of something. For example, a breach in the law is that you broke it. You didn't follow the protocol. That's a breach. And when there's a breach in your spirit, it's because you deferred your hope. Why are you going to keep putting it off? Don't keep saying it's going to happen someday. No, faith says it is now. And hope says it can come any minute now. That's the relationship between hope and faith. You see, hope 
really fuels our faith. It, it's the very energy our faith lives on because we're expecting, we're living in expectation. What do you expect God to do for you? I know your physician diagnosed you and said you, were, you had a disease, you were sick. But what is your expectation of God? What are you believing God to do? You know the word says that by his stripes you were healed. You know the word says I'll supply your needs according to your riches and glory. You know the words for healing. You know the word for, 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 for provision. But are wholesome words coming out of your mouth? Because it's, it's the wholesome word. That's a, it, it's a wholesome tongue. It's a tree of life. But perverseness therein. We pervert the truth of God and go, we go against ourselves. It's not the devil coming against us oftentimes. We're coming against ourselves. And when we talk that doubt, fear, and unbelief, and when we be talking that crazy stuff not in line with the Word of God, the Bible says that is a breach in our spirit. Nothing but a breach. Somebody done broke in and stole your joy, and guess who? You. Breaking and entering spiritually, stealing your joy. And when you could have protected your heart by not deferring your hope. And I know that it isn't easy for a lot of us, particularly if you've had a long-term illness. I know it isn't easy. If you've been scraping the bottom of the barrel for a long time and you've been living from hand to mouth for a long time, trying to make your ends meet financially, I understand that reality. And sometimes you can feel like you're going through tribulation. But that's all right, too. You don't have to defer your hope. Paul also said to the Romans, Romans chapter 5, he says, we glory in tribulation also. Huh? We can give God the glory in tribulation. We glory in tribulation also. Why? Because tribulation works patience. And patience, experience. And experience, hope. And hope makes us not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say I'm still believing God. For 25 years, Abraham was not ashamed, notwithstanding his tribulation. His tribulation taught him patience, and patience gave him experience, and his experience gave him hope that even after 25 years, if God said it, he's going to do it, and I'm expecting it. How many hear what I'm saying? How many hear what I'm saying? Glory to God. In closing, John. The apostle, in 1 John chapter 3, he gave us some comforting words. He says, and every man that hath this hope in him, he purifies himself, even as he is pure. What are you saying, John? John says, every man, everyone, who really believes this, what God has said, who really believes this, what God has promised, every man who believes this, he stays pure, even as Christ is pure. He guard his heart, 
He won't allow weakness, a feeling of oneness and weariness to overcome him. But he stays pure. So every man who hath this hope in him. Now John was talking about the hope of eternal salvation. But that same principle is applicable to anything that the Savior has promised in his word. Your Christianity, your Christian walk is more than just dying and going to heaven. Obviously, we need that hope for eternal life. But I also have that hope that what he said, he'll do it. And because he said it, he'll surely perform it. i got to be fully persuaded. So every man that believes this, John says, he has that hope. Every man that has that hope in him, he stays pure, even as Christ is pure. Glory to God. Glory to God. So re repeated deferrals and postponements of the expectations of God and his word, those things can be disheartening, so discouraging. It's like you're trying to fake it till you make it. You're going through the motion. But don't give up. Don't defer your hope. Keep hoping and praying. Just pray in faith and hope with a confident expectation that today is my day. And if it doesn't manifest today, then tomorrow, today is my day. Doesn't manifest tomorrow, then the next day. Today is my day. Huh? You got to believe. You, you got to believe that the desires of your heart, whatever they might be, that if you continue in faith, and you stand against those circumstances when you hope is against you, but you continue to believe in hope. Hope is always going to be against us in this life. There's always something happening in this life to discourage us, to, to break rank, to get us to break rank, to get off of the, the, the rock in which we stand. But when your faith is against hope, you got to continue to believe in hope. You got to continue to believe in hope. Do you hear what I'm saying? And you got to believe that the desires of your heart, whatever they might be, they're going to be manifested and then they're going to bloom like a tree of life. Like a tree of life. Glory to God. Hope deferred makes the heart sick. But when that desire comes, and I thank God for that because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Do you hear what I said? It's coming. When that desire has come, so you hold on. You don't give up. You keep moving forward. And even though the strong headwinds against your life, don't let them knock you down. And if they knock you down, get back up. Get back in the race and keep hoping. Glory to God. This is what Abraham did for 25 years. He had ups and downs, but he never lost his hope. Who against hope? He believed in hope. He did not stagger after the promise of God through unbelief. 
Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship, where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.